Welcome to Best of Bollywood. For this special podcast, we have been relocated from the second floor loft to below the ground basement. It's a really fast fall, kind of like how this movie flopped at the box office. It's not just a fall, it's a crash and burn situation. I'm HD with my guest, Karthik, and today we are talking about a movie we both love, a cult classic, a movie named Agent Vinod. Sharabi hai, laundry baaz hai. Naam batayenge, please. Asli naam, Mahindar Sandh. Mr. Freddy Kambata, welcome to Morocco. St. Petersburg, may I have a welcome? Welcome to Pakistan, sir. Here, the police want to ask you to ask you. What is 242? What is 242? Why did you pick this movie and when was the first time you watched this movie? I did not actually pick the movie. You had at one particular point in time asked me what other movies would you you would watch again. I had exhausted the usual suspects. You agreed, disagreed with with some. And then under my breath I just said Agent Vinod and you quickly lapped on to it. Oh, but it's it's not there at the top of the list for a variety of dis- different reasons. It's like that snakes on a plane kind of a situation. Like there are some people who really like snakes on a plane but Would you tell that openly out? I do not know. Uh when was the first time you watched this movie? Uh I clearly remember the day when I watched this movie. I watched it on the very first day, March 23rd, the day it was released. I watched it when I was in Ashland, Ohio. The nearest movie theater was close to 50 55 miles away in Cleveland. One of my friends who was having a really tough time, he was uh, joining a job in Chicago and he was passing through Cleveland. I met him with him at an Indo-Chinese restaurant. He seemed really stressed out and I asked him like you I don't want you to leave feeling stressed out. Uh, you have a long journey about, ahead of you. Do you want to catch a movie? And he said what movie is playing? Uh, I looked up and voila, within 15 miles of our uh, to east there is this movie theater playing uh, Agent Vinod. I watched Agent Vinod's opening sequence for the first time at a friend's home in 2014 I think. So 2 years after it was released. Uh after I watched the long opening scene which is thoroughly entertaining the commercial started and I turned to ask my friend what did we just watch and uh he told me it was Saif Ali Khan movie that had flopped a couple of years ago Agent Vinod and I was like I can't wait to go home and watch the rest of this movie I watched it as soon as I got home and it did not disappoint for me it's a thoroughly packed action movie with amazing action set pieces and we'll get into all of those set pieces as we go along Uh but after you watched this movie with your friend what was your reaction what was your first reaction to this movie So similar to your context of watching that movie we both went into the movie not realizing like not reading any reviews or not having any kind of expectations uh and uh, we just went in and like you said the first 10 minutes of that intro scene was a revelation for both of us i came out of the movie having thought that i watched a sure shot blockbuster and um when i came back and read the reviews and everything i was disappointed like I, i i i was not sure what the other people watched and what i watched what was the difference did they show a different movie <laughs> in the american theater it's it's a it's a funny you mentioned that because i i i really enjoy this movie it's a rewatchable for me and it's a rewatchable Uh, for the same reason uh, do you know about this movie the raid yes okay yes. it's the same reason that the raid is a rewatchable for me of course. it's the same reason that speed with keanu reeves is a rewatchable for me yes. there's not much going on it's just it's just a fun fun good time with a lot of action like if you love action this is the type of movie i want to watch 
as an exercise before this podcast i asked a question to like a facebook group that uh, uh, what do you guys think about this movie you know 10 years later and they say the same thing oh we we don't we don't like this movie or uh, you know the story is bad or mm-hmm. uh, uh, there was one person who said oh the songs are good the item numbers are good but the movie itself is bad so it just doesn't compute with me it's like we we live on a different planet and the general audience lives on a different planet i think it's it's a matter of the expectations that were brought about by the movie itself right like i think the director was he, he i don't i don't know how many movies he had previously but ek hasina thi i think that ek hasina thi was like the his most commercially successful, successful movie, movie so. until this point mm-hmm. donny gadar which is a favorite of mine I didn't i don't think it was a commercial success it was a critical success but not a commercial one so um he had razor sharp directing that the critics expected the movie to be razor sharp in focus but as we will discuss later on that there are a lot of flaws that cannot be forgiven in a spy thriller the casting also they faltered in the casting uh, in the mainly by casting karina kapoor the audience had a different level of expectations that the romance scenes and all will be like a little bit more heavy so uh, i i did not watch the trailer of this movie at the time uh, but the trailers that i can find now on youtube mm-hmm. are uh, uh are just action packed mm-hmm. and uh the trailers that i remember were basically the pungi song playing i was traveling in india at the time uh in from april through june 2012 mm-hmm. and the pungi song was nonstop playing across the board all of the time mm-hmm. now i don't know were they putting out the trailer that showed like a romantic angle or something yeah the the song was completely off uh, brand with respect to the movie and i felt it a jarring when i watched it at the very end of the movie at that particular point in time and if it has been used for promotional material uh, i think it was completely off brand it was kind of a knee jerk reaction for them to actually come up with uh, uh, a song promo for the movie and instead of uh, revitalizing or reutilizing certain songs from the movie itself they went for a separate song the punky song that came out uh, which mika sang he did really he did it really well unfortunately completely off brand when it comes to the overall tone of the movie so this might be a classic case of uh, the 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 ad is different than what the movie is exactly it was not a comedy movie at all uh, people come in people die people come in people die and then ultimately suddenly we are at the end where uh, where the so called chemistry of saif and karina are supposed to play out So Karthik you watch a lot of action movies you already alluded to the raid mm-hmm. movies um what qualifies as good or bad action and and what makes a action movie great what constitutes a good action movie first is entertainment value and uh, action not for the sake of action uh, and uh, the fact that there are these clear set set pieces where i can enjoy the action a lot i can en- enjoy the effort that is being put in and the, the creation of the environment that can pull us into that particular um, scene and uh, create that anxiety within us uh so based on all that is agent vinod uh, a good action movie an added question is agent vinod the best bollywood action movie definitely not okay <laughs> definitely not come on but is it a good action movie it is a good action movie in my sense they create that urgency that there is this uh, situation that can lead to a tragedy happening in new delhi and they are racing against time to prevent that tragedy with um, with no idea as to what is going to happen how it is going to be executed and when it is going to happen so that tension is there and uh, with respect to the entertainment value yes it actually created that uh, aura of entertainment even though a lot of people say that it drags in the middle it did i thought i always think that agent we know there's a movie that is like 30 minutes too long 
uh, and then the final aspect of the action set pieces some of the amazing action set pieces i have seen and one particular aspect i think we will get to it in a short while we'll get to the scenes really, yeah, yeah we'll get to the scenes and the set pieces in a short one particular action scene has stayed with me all throughout it was done i have to tell the audience the naysayers and everybody one thing it was done way 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 before john wick which one is this uh, what's the title of this this particular action set piece the gunfight uh, the opening gunfight no the one in the middle with the the blind pianist oh of course <laughs> <laughs> the the yeah yes of course so we will uh, we will call it the rapta song gun, uh, hotel gunfight okay, okay the rapta song hotel gunfight okay fine this this is something you guys uh, our audience if you know if you don't want to actually watch the movie just want to check out the gunfight just uh, look up agent vinod hotel yeah, rapta yeah like rapta song and uh, you will get it because uh, right now in youtube you get all these uh, bits and pieces of the movie without having to watch the entire movie that's the beauty about youtube yeah so definitely uh, some enjoyable set pieces that being one of them and we'll get it, we'll we'll parse it when we get to uh, the best action sequences in the movie um so i think it's a great action movie i will also go far to say that in my opinion this is the best bollywood action movie ever made what 100% come on are you discounting uri the surgical strike oh i have not watched that <laughs> okay okay let's like up until 2012 okay uh, this was the best bollywood action movie made up under 2012 uh, even then i couldn't uh, i what, what was better i think i found agnipath a little bit better agnipath oh my god <laughs> all right okay we have, so we have different opinion of of this but let me let me let me just say why i feel it to be great. sure it has a breakneck speed of action it's like you you blink and you miss it okay right it's like non stop action okay lots of hand to head combat okay never okay. never doing the slow motion thing it's like punch 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 jump through the window exactly. gunfight jump mm-hmm. you know dive whatever so i would say agnipath was like okay now we're in this moment you know that you on. know that it is being choreographed and i know i i get what you're saying yeah. yes uh strategic gun, ba- gun battles mm-hmm. like every gun battle you know you can see them reload you can see them run out of ammo mm-hmm. you can see them take cover a very tense sniper scene that scene took my breath away i don't know how you felt about that scene but mm-hmm. when the sniper is going to uh, shoot him from the cinema window yeah that to me was a, a scene full of tension i i agree to it and i like uh, that i i feel that the scene could have been done a little bit more better okay so when we get we'll, to we'll it, get we get to it, we'll discuss that yeah and uh, finally the last thing i wrote down is that shri ram raghavan truly packs a lot of punch per second mm-hmm. in what is a juggernaut of a movie This movie was a flop as we already talked about. It did not resonate with commercial audiences. The movie only grossed 74 crores uh to date. So mm-hmm. in 10 years it has grossed 74 crores and it had a budget including marketing of 62 crores. Not not a money maker. Uh it joins the ranks of many famous flops who go on to become cult films. But some famous examples of, you know, movies that flop and go on to make money later on and become cult classics are Fight Club and Office Space. Do you know about these two? Oh yeah, I do know about these two. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Having uh, watched movies so long, everybody like, knows about Fight Club, but not everybody knows about Office Space. I think I think Office. I heard about Office Space while I was in India. Yeah. So I like it had a cult following even back then. Like it was way back in two thousand two, two thousand three. That's like that's when I came to know about Office Space per se because it was very close to the kind of work that I was doing then. You back, can relate. Yeah, I could re- relate. Yeah. This movie, Agent Vinod, was totally shut out of the award circuit that year. Not even a technical award. Uh the best film nominees were Burfi, English English, Gangs of Wasipur, Kahani, mm-hmm. Vicky Donor. Mm-hmm. A lot of great films. Um uh, is is any of them 
replaceable? Not just with Adrian Vinod, but like, is any of them replaceable? I would say Buffy. Buffy, Buffy yeah. is the one that I would uh, replace from that group because the other other all movies like Kahani, I think Kahani, I like I had to talk about Kahani a bit. Like I know we talk about Agent Vinod, we are going to all these movies. Wait, is Kahani uh, gonna come on this podcast? I have no idea. Is that is that a favorite movie of yours? Of course, of course. Like it's one of the movies that that actually took my breath away, and and I know we can talk about it. Agent Vinod must have suffered due to Kahani, like. Uh, Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention that shortly. Yes, yes. Uh, but let me get to the next question, uh, which is that these were some of the action films that were released in 2012. Mm-hmm. Ek the Tiger, which is on your favorites list. Mm-hmm. Tez, Agni Path, which you mentioned. Dabang mm-hmm. Two, mm-hmm. sequel to Dabang One. I you know I think Dabang Two is enjoyable, not as great as Dabang One. Mm-hmm. Rowdy Rathor, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty funny. Okay, we have to you have to let, let me finish. Yeah, the list. Yeah, yeah. And then Gangs of Wasipur. Okay, we have to look at what all movie preceded that particular movie, so that so can... so so I'll tell you what book ended Agent Vinod. Yeah, Pan Singh Tomer. Oh my goodness! Okay, and Kahani. Oh, look look at that! Like they yeah, there was no ha- chance. There was no chance. Let me just say, with the Kahani, the audience were expecting a much more high deliverable than Agent Vinod at that particular point in time. That like, didn't stand a chance, man. Like Kahani obliterated everything else. Kahani absolutely was. Uh, nobody expected the commercial success. And that why didn't anybody expect that? I'll tell you why. It's a female-led movie. You yeah, know, that's number one. Number two, it's it has that Bengali uh, feel of view, mm-hmm. which I believe uh, you know Bollywood generally leans hard into the Punjabi feel of view. Mm-hmm. So Bengali is almost like an alien thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But Kahani is a great example of where all that matters is story, execution, acting. Right, mm-hmm. it was an incredible thriller. Uh, obviously, maybe a couple of elements were borrowed from other places, but you know what? We're talking about Agent Vinod, and the level of borrowing in Agent Vinod mm. is incredible. And uh, the reason I mention it is because a lot of people say that Agent Vinod borrows from this and that and that. Mm-hmm. But I want to say this about Shriram Raghavan. Yes, he is a cinephile. He's like Quentin Tarantino of India, which is like he has seen five million movies, and he kind of distills it into these ideas into his movies. Mm-hmm. And which is what you see on screen. And we'll get into that in a second. People said Agent Vinod was trying to be like Bond. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that criticism? It's a fair criticism. The reason why I subscribe to that criticism is that there was nothing genuine about Agent Vinod that I could distill away from Bond. A lot of things were happening and I was not able to find out what makes this guy tick. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the the weakest link in this movie and uh, what i mean by that is this that every movie we've done so far so we started with dangal then we did jab we met then we did dabang which you were the guest on and then we did badhai ho this is the fifth one we're doing okay and those previous four movies there were always personal struggles going on in those mm-hmm, movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this movie has no seemingly personal struggle whatsoever mm-hmm. this movie is missing a beating heart it's just all external conflicts no internal conflicts and, and i guess it's the way that we have been ingrained with uh, cinema in general uh, growing up in india we always uh, are presented with these flashbacks maybe we are spoiled or maybe we are uh, programmed to look out look out for things that uh, from the person's past that makes this guy tick in united states like like when you watch a raid movie what makes the main guy tick we never know 
but they it's explained throughout the process that he is who he is because of a agenda that he has okay great okay but in indian movies inherently we are programmed to try to look out for these motivations maybe agent vinod can exist unapologetically without an explanations and that is where the audiences need to grow up and say okay he is there he has been there for a long time he exists he has done a lot of operations he exists out there and there is something that makes him tick and that does not matter to the process so so what i would say to that is this that yes the beating heart matters i i think a good internal conflict even if it's with a villain can can make a make a good movie great agreed so the conflict should have been more present rather than be past having said that sometimes you just want to watch a fun movie which i think this movie delivers on and uh, you know it's the same reason why you move, watch a movie like welcome or golmal mm-hmm. but i think if the audience is expecting a deeper connection to this guy i think that's an unfair expectation of this movie even in golmal or welcome like they situate that character they spend some 5 or 10 minutes initially to situate that character pretty well as to what their goal <laughs> or motivations are in this life the bond question i think agent vinod is the perfect marriage between bond and born it has the set pieces like the bond movies do mm-hmm. but it has a style of combat and smartness like the born movies or the mission impossible movies do mm-hmm. uh it is like the character of jason born and ethan hunt set in the set pieces of the world of 007 mm. that's what i think agent vinod did win one award which was a ghanta award for the worst rip off/remake in 2013 for ripping off every hollywood action film i think it should have gone to burfi <laughs> uh, actually burfi also won but not in the action category mm-hmm. wait was, i think burfi was nominated okay. for for the rip off award but okay. it, but uh, agent burfi burfi was unapologetic rip off like the entire scene was ripped off from a uh, charlie chaplin like, how much of you tell me that was inspired you can't rip off an entire scene like that yeah produced it verbatim like that and then say that oh it's an inspiration so i think i in my opinion the ganta awards were unfair to this movie i saw some behind the scenes stuff that action director peter heinz did in this movie mm-hmm. he put a lot of thought into the design of the action and in my opinion it was definitely not a rip off did to you did it feel like a rip off agent vinod i would not term that as a rip off it was uh, they had used the literature that they had in terms of the movies that came before them knowing sri ram raghavan he is an original director and he wanted to create a nostalgia around the way the entire thing was created and uh, he tried to imbibe certain techniques set pieces context into the movie which worked in some scenes which did not work in others for me yeah um, and, and mind you i have not watched a lot of bollywood movies of course okay yeah. before like before uh, 1997 uh, my only exposure to um, the bollywood movies are the amitabh bachchan movies yeah okay or well the virod khanna movies based <laughs> <laughs> based on our previous discussions yes. you're you're still on the hook for that yes nothing like this movie had been done in indian cinema before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh not only are we talking really smart espionage action uh but the action that is at a breakneck speed mm-hmm. i mean the movie moves fast almost too fast blink and you will miss it and i think the break neck pace is ultimately why this movie flopped in india exactly bollywood audience is, is not used to this pace it is super fast even by hollywood standards exactly yeah 
I love this movie and even I had a hard time keeping up with its pace. I think I think I agree with you completely on that. It was there in the back of my mind. The first time I watched the movie I was telling my friend about it that uh, this has an editing that is very slick and it's too fast paced. Majority of the audience would not like it. I-, I think that was the only negative that was working against the movie and I apparently it's a strong negative. I I and I think it's a fair negative I, but you know what we we're going to get into the editing as what's aged the best eventually. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll give you a great example. Uh the Born the first Born movie. Mm-hmm. The Born Identity was a hit. Mm-hmm. Then Born Supremacy came out and then Born Ultimatum, Ultimatum came yeah. out. Born Supremacy had even more breakneck editing and Born Ultimatum was bonkers mm-hmm. in its mm-hmm. editing speed. Mm-hmm. If Born Identity did not exist, both the sequels would fail. So I think maybe Agent Vinod needed a part 1 and this could be like a part 2 with its editing for it to work for the audience. Oh yeah, like something like uh, they needed to slow down a bit then get the audience um accustomed to the speed and then rake up accelerate on it as the sequels go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I think that would have been a good idea. By the time I went uh, into the Bond Ultimatum movies, I was expecting some breakneck action. and uh, sleek editing but uh, like like you said the previous bond movies must have prepared me for that i guess yeah you had expectations of how it's going to mm-hmm. get cut if you haven't seen this movie it lives on eros subscription catalog and it is rentable on all of the major streaming services and i think there's a link on youtube also <laughs> <laughs> Grab some <laughs> I don't think we should be advertising the link on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows about a secret link on YouTube. <laughs> Grab some grenade pins and rappel down to the ground floor to watch the awesome Agent Vinod. We're about to get into some major spoilers, but first, a word from our sponsors. Zille! Zille! <laughs> This episode is sponsored by you, the listener. Please download this episode and please subscribe to our podcast. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Thank you and enjoy the rest of today's episode. Best scene in the movie. And let's face it, this movie is a lot of style but not a lot of substance. So in this case of Agent Vinod, we will not look at the best scene in the movie, but the best action set piece or the best action scene in the movie. These are my nominees. The opening intro and espionage scene starting with the western music intro with the harmonica played by Ravi Kishan. Leading all the way to the girl Farah asking, "Mera naam Farah Fakesh. Aapka naam kya hai?" Aapka naam kya hai? What do you think about the scene? you're talking about the entire intro scene right like um, everything leading up to the credit or well, even through the credits okay beginning okay. to where the credits end impressive that actually set a high bar for me and like uh, it it raised a lot of expectations it started off with that western feel and it it, it went ahead at a breakneck speed up until i don't know for for what reason that lady was being held uh, like uh, put in a sack <laughs> well, they never explain it. It's never explained. But you know what? You know what? Let's unpack these moments, right? Yeah. yeah. So the opening of the movie, leading to the opening titles, mm-hmm. is the hook of the movie. If you watch this, you want to watch the rest of the movie. Yes, I I completely agree. And and I have to put a special mention about the opening credits. The way it was showcased, it was really awesome. It was one of the most innovative ways in which the title cards were being played while furthering the story, and uh, the the music was going on in the background. Awesome stuff. Absolutely, and I think one of my favorite moments was when Farah asks, "What is your name?" 
and he uh, and, and he smiles cuts. and it cuts to Agent uh, Vinod. Yeah, what a great way to like introduce the character. Yeah, exactly. So we meet Agent Vinod at his lowest. Mm-hmm. Shahbaz Khan, uh, the actor who's playing Joseva Loka, mm-hmm. asks his uh, the other soldier, "I told you not to kill him." <laughs> This is how this character is introduced. Mm-hmm. Uh, great character introduction. Uh, then a lot of smart things happen uh, from Agent Vinod like outsmarting everyone by getting all the commandos into one room and then saying the number five commando is the mole mm-hmm. and he has two bullet wounds on his buttocks. So all of the commandos surround the guy to look at his buttocks and that's like a distraction he creates. Mm-hmm. And then Agent Vinod takes over. He takes their guns and locks them into a bathroom. Yeah. I don't remember ever seeing this in any action movie ever. It's like so smart to me. I think it was very well done but there are some uh, particular flaws out there too that were uh, glaringly evident to me and it becomes even more evident to me every time I watch that movie the name that he says that Mahendra Sandhu yeah yeah and he says that the, there is a guy called Mahendra Sandhu who's a spy in your uh, personal bodyguard team Mahendra Sandhu was the person who acted as agent Vinod in the previous movie apparently right? which was, was a commercially successful movie a lot of easter eggs in this movie like that yes lost a lot of easter eggs and like i thought i watched a good movie uh, me too <laughs> And when people say we don't like it, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. I like even your brother-in-law doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So that entire sequence, it was very well done. And it they didn't waste any kind of time dilly-dallying. They were just cutting across scenes so that the the pace of the movie is brought out to the audience at the very, like, at upfront. Like, this is how the movie is going to go. I love the moment when we see the upside-down point of view shot of Ravi exactly, Kishan when yes. he's being rescued. It's it just totally unexpected, comes out of nowhere. And we're like, what's going on? Why are we upside down? Yeah, why are we upside down? And ultimately, we see, see Devi Krishan seeing that entire thing upside down. And that's when we realized that, okay, the, the guy watching it is upside down. Yeah. And I mean, this is, you know, Shriram Raghavan's directing, his choice of how to disclose this information to us. And that's something that I have to talk about Shriram Raghavan, uh, that he has, if you see throughout his filmography, uh, he has not taken a safe route. He has not taken safe choice. Like he has not so, done safe cho- choice. So we're going to de- get into uh, what's age the best and best direction will come mm-hmm. along. Let's bring it up at that sure, point. Sure, sure. Next thing, we are in an amazing gunfight through the enemy compound. The moment when Farah's sack starts moving, it's just amazing. So unexpected. Another great character intro. Uh, Nothing that was dwelled upon a lot, but the the sack moving was really... That was some kind of weird imagination. And uh, having a lady completely like beautifully dressed and uh, with all makeup and with no blemishes and all inside was even more like a surprise shocking for me that's the thing i don't think this uh, i mean even though this movie is somewhat grounded i think at the end of the day it's like a masala movie it's not you know people are oh it's born serious no it's not born serious it's not skyfall Mm -hmm. it's agent vinod it's speed it's the raid it's entertainment that's Mm -hmm. what it is Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know it's like she's out of the sack Bond girl level. Let's go. Let's, let's have go. a fun time. Let's go have a fun time. Now let's get into the uh, the Jeep that has been sitting out there for how many years? Rusted to the core. But the key is still inside and it starts. Of course. 
Um, there's a great moment when they're in the Jeep when Agent Vinod is sliding with his feet on the ground as he's shooting out of the moving car's passenger side. Love that moment. Ah, I, 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 I actually am in awe of that moment. They at least made sure that the lady puts, uh, the Agent Vinod keeps the lady's foot on the accelerator when getting out. He was, other movies would not have done that. Yeah, and she's also steering. <laughs> steering. They cut to her steering. <laughs> I mean, this opening scene, it's a relentlessly paced action scene. Uh, and, you know, the credits are shown as soon as the car jets out of the compound. Mm-hmm. I just loved it. It's This is the scene that got me interested in the rest of the movie. And the song. The song was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I have never heard the word Karkana used in a song ever before. <laughs> If you can believe that uh, a movie like uh, Tomorrow Never Dies can exist for James Bond, then definitely this movie is well out there. For me, it was also that this character is just really cool, mm-hmm. like right from the start. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this is a cool character. From all the smart things going on, from all the action things going on, I'm like, yeah, this is my James Bond. I want this to be the Indian James Bond. Best action scene nominee two. Train scene where Ravi Kishan is listening to Ram Kapoor and Adil Hussain's conversation. Adil Hussain catches the mic in the salt shaker. I'm sorry, I'm a health freak. But this What do you think about this scene? The scene was well done. I definitely liked the cleverness of the situation wherein the guy finds the mic, puts it under the napkin, and uh, they try to test it out. Yeah, yeah that, that, was really cle- that was clever execution of the scene. So for me, there are two memorable scenes in this movie. And this is the first one. I mean, what an amazing scene. It's smart. It's engaging. The way Colonel discovers the mic and the salt shaker. The way he explains to Ram Kapoor what's going on without saying anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way he smashes on the napkin to find the mole. Mm-hmm. Then how Ravi Kishan immediately like fights, like knocks a knife over or a gun over, fights and runs, squeezing through the kitchen window and jumping out of the train. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember when he squeezes through the kitchen window. Yeah, I, I do remember that. Like I watched the movie just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, again, nothing like this was ever done in not just a Bollywood film, but in any film as far as I know. Maybe a Jackie Chan film or something. But I think, I, I'm not sure whether it was done before, but it was definitely good ex- it, Overall, the movie had good action piece execution. You can question the logic to it, but still, like ultimately when you are in that scene, like once the action takes off, it's very well choreographed, executed and presented to the audience. For me, it was as if Quentin Tarantino, Christopher Nolan, John McTiernan, who's the director of uh, Die Hard and a couple of other famous action movies, and Jackie Chan, they all directed a scene together. This is what that scene would be. Um, that's I was, high praise, man. <laughs> I, that's how I feel about it. Uh-huh. This scene was baked into me as soon as I watched it. It was mm-hmm. baked into my memory. This mm-hmm. is a quintessential Sri Ram Raghavan scene. That's the thing, right? We remember different things from that movie. And I think that scene resonated with you a lot. I agree. That's not, that's a good scene to have. And I think it was, the action piece was well executed. I have issues with it. Okay? Which we'll get into. We, I, have I have issues, issues with, with it. it and, uh, but for me, the, there is, I'm, I, want, I am waiting for you to get to the scene that has been ingrained in me. Just like this scene has been ingrained in you. Rabta. Yeah. Okay, we'll get that's uh, one of the nominees coming up. But the next action scene nominee, and I guess this, you thought this could be executed better. It's when Agent Vinod goes to meet Karina Kapoor at the Golden Farah restaurant, and a sniper takes a position across the street. The sniper doesn't have a clear shot. 
many things block the shot until a bus blocks the shot. And then we cut to the reverse perspective where Agent Vinod is at the table and then the bus moves. And we know that there's a sniper there. What do you think about that scene? I think the scene was well executed. That is one point where I would have allowed Sriram Raghavan to slow down a bit, to create that tension. Like, I, I know that the guy is waiting. He is an assassin. He knows the layout. It is only when the, the bus comes that I really feel the tension of that moment. I feel that the slowness of the scene prior to it could also have been taken care of. This is one place where if I felt, I thought that Sriram Raghavan could have slowed down just a bit. You would have liked a little bit more suspense. Yes, yes. Okay, that's fair. So first time I watched it, I felt that the pace was there. Mm-hmm. And this time when I watched it, I felt like it was a little too fast. So I, I think I uh, retroactively agree with you. Mm-hmm. To me, the scene, the first time I watched it anyway, the scene has a Hitchcock level of mastery to it. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many versions of this scene, you know, when, when the sniper is waiting to shoot. But this to me is the absolute suspenseful version of it. You know, when you stretch the tension as much as you can. Uh, when we cut to Agent Vinod in this scene and the bus moves, we get uneasy. We, we know that come. the shot is coming, yeah. And, you know, they wait like two or three seconds before the shot actually comes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that, that those two seconds feel like an eternity. And then, you know, just what an excellent scene to keep the audience on edge. I didn't feel that suspense at that particular point in time when I when I watched it. The speed was too much that my mind could not subscribe to the tension on the screen. I, I know others might feel dis- differently, but for me, it was a little bit more fast-paced. The next Best Action Scene nominee, and I think this is a lot of people's favorites, mm-hmm. uh, the Rabta Song Hotel shootout scene. Now, Bollywood movies don't really have continuous shots, and this is one where there's a continuous 3 minute and 13 second Steadicam shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's set to a beautiful song, a very famous song from the movie Rapta. Uh, the shot opens with the blind pianist, which we know, which we now know is an Easter egg that we will come to later. It's an incredibly well choreographed scene with a surprise baby stroller twist at the end. Mm. What do you think about this scene? This was mind blowing for me. In my my. Th- I have never seen such an such a beautifully done action set piece in Bollywood movies until that particular point in time. This has stayed with me for so long. Like I I know that I'm generalizing, but if you watch all Sri Raga movies, I can guarantee you that there is one scene from each movie that will resonate with the audience. Hundred percent. That's hundred percent. At least accurate. one that that sticks with you for decades together. This is twenty twenty two. Right, and we have right now passed the tenth anniversary of the release of Agent Vinod, right? And and since then, uh, uh, Andadun has become a, a you know super hit, a classic, yes. and I think a lot of people will will revisit Sri Ram Raghavan's previous yes. works. Yes, and 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 so even to this date, even after a decade, um, that Rabta song resonates a lot with me. I ha- I distinctly remember having watched that scene. There is no ambiguity in my mind about how that scene unfolded. And that's and, a, and it's a beautiful song. If you just on the song itself value take out the gunfight, mm-hmm. the song itself is very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, the song itself is very beautiful. But the gunfight, the term is there right now because of John Wick. It was the first gun foo of Bollywood movie. I, I don't think there was a lot of foo. There was a lot of gun. There was, there a was gun, not a, there's not, not a lot, lot of foo, but yeah. definitely 
um, a lot of guns a lot of guns yeah. and like and you brought out the most important point which was they like they actually show the challenges of engaging in a gunfight pretty well like when they engage they uh, the the scene shows uh, shows a lot of challenges that in, uh, that happen in a gunfight people running out of ammunition people running out, like uh, their guns becoming invalidated the need to get the gun from the other person all those different things come come out and uh, it was very well done in a single shot moment 3 minutes of uh, beautiful mastery i really wish they had the behind the scenes uh, video of this or you know information on how many takes it took how mm-hmm. many days of days of shooting it took to get the scene right mm-hmm. but it's uh, you know bollywood films don't really have scenes like this and this was a really refreshing to watch it's uh, one of the things that have aged really well which we'll get to eventually mm-hmm. uh anything else to add before i I think the, I think uh, the stroller thing was a revelation for me and it was a good all, twist. Yeah it's a good twist like it's a good twist that the baby is sleeping even through the all the noise right? <laughs> yeah you're, you're like wow okay that's a happy baby right there. Happy baby right there like a lot of things are going well, on. Well okay you know what it's it's uh, you can contest mm-hmm. that you know because the only sound we really hear is uh, the music. Yeah. It's everything else is muted. So the baby in theory could have been crying. Yeah, if there was could a have baby. been crying and and we just yeah. don't hear it as an audience. Oh yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I think that's a f- fair point. And we see the m- mom kind of like patting the baby down. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, why are we watching that scene again and again? It's a well-made scene. Sri Ram Raghavan is clearly a cinephile. He's someone who goes to film festivals. He's someone who check out checks out international cinema, reads a lot of books, watches short films, watches music videos like. you see so much influence on every single thing that he does he distills these ideas that he has from all of these things that he consumes and executes those ideas very stylishly you can see it in every movie that he does even within this scene one of my favorite moments is when agent vinod goes after the african american guy and we only see the shadow of agent vinod shooting the guy on the opposite wall mm-hmm. i mean what a what a touch it was fascinating ganta awards you can go fuck yourself <laughs> this movie is not a rip off. Sri Ram Raghavan is a true auteur. Uh yes, he's influenced by a lot of cinema, but he has his own style that he brings to the table. I love the scene and how it was executed. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show. Please don't forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to download. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Well, do you have any nominees before I move on to some special mentions here? The song sequence, like I don't know if we can categorize that as a scene. Uh, are you talking about Muftka? Yeah. It was really well cut, well choreographed, well executed. Beautiful That's, song, beautiful, yeah. yeah. And a lot of things going on. within that particular song like uh, yeah coming back to our you know when we did dabang and we talked about muni badnam hoy things are happening that serve the story yeah and that serves to forward the story like uh, the, the espionage aspect is happening within that song you see these two people plotting in the most open of all open spaces yeah. and how do you get your ear in and so like i i like the way the entire thing was executed but yes there is something that i need to talk about the legitimacy of that scene oh yeah we'll, yeah we'll we'll get into the flaws of this movie yeah. lots of flaws in this movie yeah. lots of things that don't make sense yeah 
So here are some special mentions. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end, when the professor tries to strangle Karina Kapoor's character, Ruby, in the kitchen by strangling her. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty good strangulation fight scene. What do you think? I think it was uh, the brutality of the scene was there. They, they, they chose like a point of view camera angle. And like on YouTube, you can find some behind the scenes uh, stuff of... Uh, Shriram Raghavan, like, showing how he wants it done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it definitely, you know, the way they chose to show it they didn't, brutality. They didn't try, yeah, they, they tried to showcase the brutality of the person. He's a professor. We expect him to be mild. And suddenly he's there. It, it's a shocker of a scene. Well, well he's an agent. He's, he's a an Pakistani agent, agent yeah. in uh, India who, you know, disguises himself as a professor. professor and then suddenly... And he's taking out the, you know, the opposition. Opposition. The brutality of the scene is very well brought out. Like, uh, we really... Uh, I really felt that Karina Kapoor is in danger. Yeah. Another honorable scene mention, uh, when the colonel tells Ruby to, you know, to go join that guy, uh, the, the big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ruby tells the colonel... Get lost. I'm not your property. Get lost. And then she joins the target guy at the bar. I thought that was a very smart scene. It shows how, what her character is. And one of the things that we talk about later on, what's aged the best, is Ruby's allegiances. We, you don't quite get you your You don't understand. And I'd like, uh, and that's something that comes about. And that's why the motivations of the uh, person are not that evident, right? If you don't reveal the motivations, you want to keep one person kind of like an enigma in the movie. I get it. But both the leading characters are kind of enigmas. We do not know what drives one person. Uh, why would Agent Vinod place his, uh, his trust on Ruby? What drives Ruby? And what makes her trustworthy? Nothing is revealed. In that particular scene, the character showcases smartness that is reminiscent of an agent but not that of a doctor mm. and so where does she get where does she get the smartness from like where, how is she so quick on her feet there is no hesitation immediately you find her into her uh, agent mode and then setting up a target uh, like nobody's business uh, her duplicitousness i think is uh, really one of the most interesting things about the movie, I think. Mm. Every person has two sides. Even the character of Prem Chopra, right? Like uh, the way he sympathizes over the... I, I hope it is one of the special mentions. Uh, Prem Chopra? Special so are, are we going to talk about Prem Chopra at all? Uh, it, it's uh, one of... Yeah, it's coming up. Okay, it's so you see that like even Prem Chopra has a, has a two-faced character. Like uh, he is ruthless. But the way he showcases his love and affection for oh, the okay. camera. Okay, hold on. Yeah. Hold that thought. You have that, right? Yes. Okay, so the next best honorable... Yeah. So <laughs> the next best honorable mention is uh, the Prem Chopra and the camel scene. The introduction of Prem Chopra's character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is when we first meet Prem Chopra and he has to put down his camel. And he screams, Zile! Zile! <laughs> we have no idea why. We don't know the camel's name is Zile. But it certainly has a payoff at the end. What do you think about this scene? I think this was a very good setup. Uh, and um, I think this was the only place where we get to see a character being introduced properly. Like uh, something internal is happening with respect to the character. And we don't know that until the very end, that how deeply yeah. he was affected he, by it. He was affected by it. And um, you see the camel hurt and the camel is in the middle of the house, right? Yeah, yeah. Then, he has like a special room. Special room altogether. Yeah. People love their pets. People yeah. love their pets. If I had a camel... He would be in this podcast. <laughs> or she. He or she would be in the podcast. And the yearning. In those particular scenes, Prem Chopra completely steals the scene. Like, we know why he's a scene stealer. And he has always been a scene stealer. But he just towers over. Like, in that, in those specific nuances, 
he delivers i i think uh, prem chopra had a lot of fun with this character yes yes it it was uh it is when we say uh you ham up the performance like you're having you know how silly this character is the movie is not really serious the movie is a fun ride so uh, uh, a really good actor like prem chopra or you know in the case of uh, andaz apna apna uh, the gogo guy uh, shakti kapoor they just like ham it up and they have such a good time with it and that's what's going on and here i think it's a tone right like prem chopra having so much of experience he knows the right level of ham not to go overboard Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the like even Ram Kapoor hams it up but uh, you know what we're going to talk about worst actor yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Ram, but Ram Kapoor. Kapoor doesn't have that finesse to stop at the right kind of ham 100% yeah Prem Chopra years of experience bringing it up he knows that like he knows where he's situated in the movie is he is he the comic relief or is he the uh, the ruthless gangster he needs to be a combination of both he has those scenes to set it up and he knows the right kind of ham to to get along with it Yeah, absolutely. I have another best scene nominee and uh, this kind of uh, talks about, you know, you said what makes a great great action movie mm-hmm. and you brought one of the things was tension, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Jimmy, the assassin, he meets the jogger and he says, "Mera naam is Suresh Krishna. Ha? Deputy Health Commissioner for Africa. Kya mazaa kahiye? I am the Deputy Health Commissioner for Africa." And the guy immediately knows that he's fucked. So, what do you think about that scene? No, the guy knows that there is some kind of prank going on. But what prece- what follows that was a mastery of uh, tension. We see the actual Suresh Krishna running away from the guy, and that guy is not following. And that itself, that in that moment, I knew something bad has happened. and you see the blood coming out of the chest and so this guy has been shot the audience needs to invest some time to understand the 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 bad guy jimmy jimmy doesn't jimmy. even try to run he is waiting for his prey to fail that yeah. actually brings out the wickedness of that particular character well it also shows how smart jimmy is mm-hmm. this guy has been jogging he's too tired to run fast away mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like he's he's tired he's been jogging for miles so jimmy has been scoping out the situation he knows where to kill and you know this guy cannot run away fast because he's tired from running it just shows how good of an assassin he is mm-hmm. and then the mind by telling him you know i'm suresh krishna mm-hmm. i work for united nations which is that guy's name and mm-hmm. that guy's job yeah uh, you should give credit to the supporting character the real suresh krishna the anxiety in him when the assassin tells him he's suresh krishna is very well brought out if you think about it he is a true scene stealer yeah <laughs> I, you I, feel for him. No, no, and and I think that is why Sri Ram Raghavan would would have selected him. You need the tension to the tension starts building as the guy runs away from the assassin, right? And it becomes evident there is hope. Then uh, the hope goes away, and now he is truly panicked. Yeah, it's a great scene. Uh, do you have any other nominees for best scenes or special mentions? Yeah, we did mention Zille, so that that actually covers it. And I think Zille scene was really I I, I did not understand. the need for that scene oh, until so the very end yeah it has a payoff, has a payoff. So which which is which is fair because when i was watching the movie the you know first time and even the second time because i forgot mm-hmm. about the payoff mm-hmm. uh even the second time i was like what is the need for this scene and then when it circles back at the end it's like well brilliant writing okay that's actually good writing yes yeah um so you know drum roll we have to pick the best scene best action scene in agent vinod uh, what's your what's your pick uh, i'm biased It's always been a toss up between the first intro scene and the rapta scene but the rapta was mind bending for me like it was like really a revelation that something I truly believed that the technicians can like if this can be done then 
we are on par with Hollywood level finesses. So not with the tech technology per se, but definitely a scene this well executed. I think I would rate that higher than anything else. Uh, I love the opening scene in the compound. I love the Rabta scene. Mm -hmm. But for me, the pick is the train scene. It is buried in my mind since the time I watched it. Uh, from, uh, you know, Ravi Kishan discovered by the colonel when he slams down on the napkin. It has suspense. It has action. The dialogue leading up to it is smart. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite action scene in the movie. So, uh, you know, we have different picks. Yes. Uh, I love the Rabta scene. Mm -hmm. But... When I watch this movie, I find myself coming back to the train scene over and over. And you find yourself coming back to Coming back to the Rapta thing, yeah. Now, music is a crucial part of Bollywood. In fact, Bollywood music often is better and lives on for way longer than the movie that it belongs to. This movie has some popular songs. There's Pungi, which was played constantly to promote the movie. <laughs> There is Rabta, which is probably the most popular song from the movie, also featured in the Rabta shootout hotel lobby scene. Mm -hmm. And finally, there's Dil Mera Muftka, which was an incredibly catchy song with beautiful choreography, very well filmed. Do you have a favorite of these three? Uh, I like the first song a lot. Pungi? The, Pungi? Not the, no, not uh, the first song. The, 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 Rabta? No, no, the introduction song. <laughs> You missed that, right? No, no, I knew that song. I just didn't think it, it carried over. It carried over. It, it, yeah. That's the one that actually resonated a lot with me. I know that Rapta is really good. But for me, uh, that um, the song that had the maximum impact was the intro song. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy the song. It, mm. it really works with you know the opening scene, which is the hook, plus the credits. Um, I always keep coming back to Pungi. It's it's a good song to watch. And I think the thing that works in Pungi's favor is that it has a video. It has a video. It's funny video. Yes. I, I think the only thing that does not work in that video is the womanizing at the end. Mm -hmm. You know, when he like meets up with the security guard woman. It's very well made song. And, and it's very well sung by Mika. And, uh, it is, and it is because of that there is a lot of rewatchability with that song. And the popularity of that song. I would, I would really ask the the subscribers of this podcast to just give a visit to that particular song it's a definitely a, a, a cool song fun mm -hmm. song uh, and it works really well with the title sequence with the, the title sequence let me tell you this this movie's opening credit sequence is worth watching yes it's definitely worth watching it's one of a kind yeah the but but i would say like even though you like gobind bolo and i like pungi the one that lives to this day with the audience is rapta that's the most well-known of mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, song mm -hmm. of this movie that continues to live on people people love romantic songs for some reason of course these are my nominees for Best Dialogue in Agent Vinod. Mm -hmm. When Agent Vinod uh, is captured by Hufesa Loka in the Pakistani embassy or wedding, uh, Hufesa Loka says, And still he gets it in a plastic cup. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good dialogue, I thought. Very yeah. funny. Uh, in the opening scene, Huse again, Hufesa Loka's line, which is, Oh, Jinda, 
ये देखो आई लव दैट डायलॉग एंड देन प्रेम चोपड़ा सेइंग सुनिए मेरी जान मेरे हबीबी सुनिए that that is uh, that is my favorite because I, at first i did not know what that meant <laughs> yeah, that's like, a good payoff really yeah, good payoff yeah yeah when when you guys are watching the movie and uh, if you have never seen this movie and you hear you watch that really funny scene with prem chopra when he screams zille you know and i guess kind of sad because the camel is dying mm-hmm. and you're like why is this scene here what what's going on what? trust me yeah there is an excellent payoff to it mm-hmm. in fact we we're probably giving too much away by discussing it to mm-hmm, this length mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh yeah I would I would I would pick that too. I I, I I like all these other you know comedy lines but Zille Zille. Yeah there were some cheesy it. lines but uh, definitely uh, Zille Zille uh, resonates to this day right like one of my friend uh, uh, usually uses that like we have been friends for like 10 years or so once he was having his gin and tonic it just fell down and immediately it and he starts crying Zille Zille Nobody understood it apart from me. <laughs> like oh, we have known each other for 10 years. I never knew you liked uh, Agent Vinod. <laughs> yeah, I do, man. <laughs> Is someone I know? Yeah, I think it's someone you know too. All right, we're going to incorporate Zille 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 into Tragic Spillages. Yes. What's aged best in the movie? I have some nominees. My first nominee, the details in the movie. the details within the action in one of the scenes upon a rewatch we can see the sniper jimmy leave the elevator uh, the assassin sniper leave is jimmy the you can see the assassin leave yeah i don't know assa- if you, no 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 i noticed yeah. that like that was uh, one thing that i found it intriguing at least that attention to detail right yeah. introducing the uh, the assassin off hand and and we have to give credit to the director and the and the team that they did not make it seem as though it's yet another person living the elevator it was a person whom our attention goes to you know what i did what i like about shriram raghavan's direct, direction is that mm-hmm. with any other director they would be like a cutaway to the guy in slow motion as he turns his head mm-hmm. with this one he just leaves the elevator he just leaves the elevator on a on a rewatch if you care for the movie enough you catch it and that's the thing right i noticed it at and and the way that he's dressed up he's different than everybody else he's different else than everybody else leaving the elevator and he stands out and you just notice that person credit to the director i have uh, you know the scene where vinod crashes into colonel's car and he and then he finds the gps he gets a rubayat that 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 moment that action moment is really great for me the car crashing into colonel that's the first time colonel doesn't have an upper hand Yeah. And, and that is pretty well done. And then he also gets Karina Kapoor out of the trunk of the car. Yes, but uh, but I feel that that is one particular scene that has not aged well for me. Okay. Like I I bring, I, bring it up bring in, in bring it up okay. in that section. Mm-hmm. The the scene where the minibar explodes with a big guy in Ruby's room. That's mm-hmm. a nice little action detail. Yeah, that's a nice little action detail. I I agree. Yeah. And the fact that he is going to eat the chocolates like it's really well set up. Yes. Yeah. Uh one of my favorite things of the movie, the Easter egg of uh the blind pianist. which we now know is a easter egg for anadhun it's more a foreshadowing uh, like I, i we do not know at that particular point in time whether he was going to make anadhun or we not we don't know that but uh, la uh, la akator i can't say the french mm-hmm. short film's name which mm-hmm. anadhun is based on uh, he watched that movie in 2010 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this movie was made between 2010 and 2012 so it's plausible that he acquired the rights to the short film in 2010 he knew he was going to develop it and if if you know it's so it's plausible that because he was planning this movie that he put a easter egg in this movie 
he was planning the movie uh, so it was some kind of a easter egg yeah some kind of an easter egg i think a wink to the audience a wink to the audience why 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 you know in that but hotel- then then i i'm just amazed then at the dedication of sriram raghavan in the sense that um, he has made multiple movies in between that and andadun he, and i think that, he made uh, one or two movies mm-hmm, in between in between of andadun and that means that he has been developing this particular character nandadon for like 8 years at the minimum yeah. for so Do, like, 2010 is when he watched the short film presumably because that's when it was uh, in whichever festival he watched it in mm-hmm. you know you will like this one because, uh, the good black the good bad and ugly score yeah. uh, in prem chopra's Prem-Chopra's palace, Chopra's palace yeah. and then there's an opening quote in the beginning of the movie from good bad and ugly talking about changing face uh, like not having a name and changing faces yes yes i think it you know serves the story mm mm-hmm. I really like the scene when Karina Kapoor slash Ruby does Agent Vinod's interrogation. It was so disorienting. disorienting oh, that, that that scene was really well done. Like now that you mention it, uh, the fact that the you, you go in and out, yeah, you go in and out, and uh, you get into that. That's the thing. Like e- these individual set pieces have been. Really well thought of. The first time Karina Kapoor is introduced, she's so in your face yeah. that, like, that, like you, uh, I, I feel that I feel the disorientation that. Uh, and and uh, I think one of my favorite moments was that you kind of know, like, Sefali Khan's got this. Like, he's he's not going to reveal who he is. And then she asks. गुस्से में तुम्हारी मम्मी तुम्हें क्या बुलाती है? Oh, I got chills when she asked that. Yeah, yeah. You are asking something that is very personal to him. That like it's very hard for him to lie under uh, those narcotics that he ha- uh, that he's under. The truth serum. The truth serum, basically, and which is right out of a Bond movie. <laughs> and then, like, like he doesn't ask his name because he must have developed so many identities for himself. But there is only one way that his parents must have reference. That was really brilliant way of asking the question. Yeah. Uh, the crosscut action scene at the auction fight, where we cut between a past fight scene and present fight scene between Agent Vinod and the person he's fighting, Prince. <laughs> Prince. <laughs> yeah, it felt so forced. Uh, for me, it was a little bit jarring for as an audience. Like, for, okay, I understand the technical finesse. Are they fighting the same fight as they did like years apart? I think I think it was a good idea, poorly executed. Hmm. Like, if the execution was better, it could have. been one of the great scenes like the rapta sequence mm-hmm. uh, another great detail in the movie is when agent vino this pretending to listen to music in his hotel room he's bobbing his head and they the the surveillers think that he's listening to music when in reality he's spying on uh, the people that he's spying on agent vino can put up a show when he wants to that also validates the cunningness or shrewdness of that character that it's not just about listening in on conversations it's about being part of the environment and he understands the environment yeah he understands that he's likely getting surveilled upon mm. and he puts up a good front and uh, you know this is likely where the pungi songs take place <laughs> right in, yeah. because it's in the same hotel same hotel yeah gulshan grover discovers mike hidden in his wrist flowers because of the phone interference Okay, that that is actually a good notch. Like I don't know, I didn't know that uh, mics can interfere with. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay. RF frequencies. RF frequencies. Different devices have radio frequencies, mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. can cut each other out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. But to go, but then the scene is very well made. Like, and 100%. Gulshan Go- Gulshan Gova gives it gives it his all, right? Like. He is such a, a good actor that he doesn't pay attention to his right hand at all. He looks at his left hand. Sees what's happening with the spoon. Yeah, the, the tactic that Agent Vino uses has aged really well. Where he says, "I know who the spy is." So in the opening scene, he uh, says it's the one of the number five commando, 
and uh, in uh, in the Pakistani embassy slash wedding, he says it's uh, that guest that he basically almost gets killed. I didn't do anything, sir. I was And it's it's the same tactic, right? Like, and that actually that actually resonates a lot with me when faced with such such kind of situations. He has some four or five different strategies to use, and one of his go-to strategies is to say that somebody else is a spy. Yeah, and I, I think that's what kind of separates him from Bond, and he's more like Bourne in this case, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is that he uses like really smart tactics mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get to where he needs to get to in order to complete the mission quickly. True, true, and that's and that works out really well too. That uh, he doesn't know where to go, and the only way that he can get there is by saying that he has a spy. And as soon as he says that there's a uh, that he has a spy, all other guards come and take him to the room room where Ruby is at. It's a really smart spy movie in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have uh, you know the Charlie Chaplin movie title card. Someone stole my hog. You know, and before that, we see the movie playing in the playing middle of in the, the background. Street. Yeah. Now I don't know if it was like on a fly decision that these filmmakers made. You know, maybe they were shooting the movie and there was a Charlie Chaplin movie playing on the block. They decided to incorporate it, or if it was a previously established decision. I would say I, I'm willing to safely bet that Shriram Raghavan came up with it on the spot when it was going on in the town that they were shooting in, and they just kind of built the story from there. I think it was very well incorporated, right? Like, um, I think uh, yeah, that was a good what would I say, a tribute to the masters that uh, Sri Ram Raghavan worships. Uh, it has and, be- and it has a payoff that, you know, in, in the next scene, Agent Vinod is on a motorcycle and, you know, hog is another word for motorcycle. Yeah. So it's, it's, just, it's, a it's just nicely a nice, stitched together. Yeah, nicely stitched together. A little bit, uh, it won't be that evident for the general audience, but definitely uh, uh, like a serious cinephiles will really... Uh, appreciative of this kind of uh there, there are connect. two of them in this room <laughs> <laughs> serious uh i i really loved it i thought the rickshaw passenger women exactly that was they that was hilarious hilarious yeah. such a nice touch they keep annoying jimmy the bomber <laughs> They're hilarious. And that was something that was really grounded. In fact, I thought that was the most grounded scene in that entire movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and saying that, like, like, I'm not, I'm not going. And like, how can you say that? Just move, man. <laughs> that was the most grounded scene. It's, I it's thought. It's very, very uh, Indian. You know, people get in the rickshaw and like, chal, yaar, chal. <laughs> yeah, what are you waiting for? <laughs> That was great. It was super smart uh, in the opening when uh, Agent Vinod puts all of the magazines of the gun in a bag and then he locks the commandos into a tiny bathroom. And you, you have a nitpick about this. I guess it's coming up later, right? Yeah, yeah. I, right. I, th- I think it is a good scene, uh, but a little bit. We'll, we'll pick uh, yeah, it apart. Yeah. All right. I loved how the harmonica turns into a knife. Oh, yes. Like the, the moment that uh, the guard inspects the harmonica at the beginning uh, before letting revocation in, I knew there was something about that harmonica. Yeah, I like that there's a payoff. You know, almost every single thing in this movie has a payoff. payoff yeah. Zille has a payoff. Yeah, Zillo, yes. Every single thing in this movie has a payoff. payoff. It, was, it was really wonderful to see that the harmonica is, the, is a knife at the end. So, like, it, it was fascinating. So, I agree that it's brilliant mm-hmm. it's just you don't see this type of stuff in Bollywood movies yes so that's what I love about Sri Ram Raghavan that he has kind of distilled all of these great ideas that mm-hmm. he borrows from cinema to like even you know these simple things matter these little things add up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know and that's what makes this movie in my opinion great Age best in the movie nominee too the direction of the movie obviously Sri Ram Raghavan but more importantly the action direction of the movie by Peter Heinz 
So Peter Hines has been like I don't I don't know how much exposed uh, the audiences in the north were to Peter Hines uh, action choreography but Peter Hines has been working with the Tamil industry for quite some time and uh, we had seen his set pieces and everything um uh with multiple shankar movies shankar uh, is another director like he directed the robo movie and all and peter hines used to his be his go to person for some very tough action choreography sequences having said that um when i saw the action set pieces and i found that it was peter hines made complete sense like wow okay but the level to which he took it for um, for agent vinod was really commendable like um, he was instrumental in realizing the director's vision yeah absolutely great work and one of the things that i always appreciate about a good action scene is the geography of the scene mm-hmm. uh what a lot of action movies fall into is where you don't know the head and tail of the scene mm-hmm. meaning you don't know geographically what location it is where the action is taking place which direction are you shooting in which direction is the opposition great example tenet tenet has that uh, tent pole set piece in the end where uh, the pincer movement going on mm-hmm. and the buildings are exploding exploding yeah but you don't know where the bad guys are who are the bad guys who's shooting at the good we guys have, we have no idea that's have that, no that, idea you that, don't know where you are and uh, then we have this whole thing about a building exploding and imploding at the same time while very interesting you don't understand what's going on because of how chaotic this whole how thing chaotic is how chaotic that thing is yes in agent vinod every single action scene you you're you know where you are in you know where one person is in relationship to another person which way the bullets are being fired when they're being reloaded every single thing you know peter hans gets it right peter hans gets it like like everybody had a good connect with each other the cameraman the director and uh, the stunt choreographer all of them actually worked together to make it possible especially in the rapta song we know exactly where the protagonists are and the villains keep showing up you know what i also liked about it is that you knew how many uh, bad guys walked in mm-hmm. and you kind of like see them getting picked off there's never one more or one less bad guy you everybody saw come in mm-hmm. you see them get taken get out. and get get taken out except exactly. that you know the, the stroller, stroller. <laughs> that's something. well you see her get in too yeah in yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. you do you do like once the reveal comes we know that when she got in like it's not something that is uh, completely hidden from the audience so that was i think that particular choreography was also really very well done yeah another age best in the movie uh, the movie <laughs> now this is what ultimately hurt the movie mm. uh, but i'm going to say this it's one of the best things about the movie the movie's editing by pooja lada surti oh my goodness like like you said it was a bit weird of its times and audiences should have been eased into the process somehow. yeah they should have been you know as we were talking about born identity born supremacy i completely we needed the born identity to agent vinod you you're saying that if the ipods were not there the iphones would not be a success that's a good analogy yeah if Now, you just if you just bring out the iphone it's just too revolutionary you need that stepping stone i don't think movies have that kind of a flexibility they have to market the movie and they cannot wait for the audience to be educated it's a one time shot that they have if the product is a dud it's a dud in terms of the way this movie is edited if there is 180 miles per hour on the dial this movie is going 220 miles per hour okay and they're doing consistently what is called skip frames now skip frames are basically if there's a movement going on a motion going on you chop out like two two frames right before the impact to make the impact more powerful mm-hmm. for example if you want what john wick 
hand-to-hand combat scenes, the movement of the punch mm-hmm. is if you cut two frames from the movement, it doesn't register with the eye. But when you see the impact, it looked like it was like 10 times more powerful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that this movie does not only in the combat scenes, but in every scene. But when it comes to normal scenes... They're doing it there too. They're not doing it there too. And it was becomes, probably unnecessary there. It was incomplete. It, it, it's a bit jarring. Like for me, it was disorienting. Uh, and I, th- that might have been the goal. That mm-hmm. might, be, might have been a goal of this creative choice to disorient the audience. Disorient the audience. Which ultimately cause, in my opinion, cause the movie to flop. Exactly. Like uh, it creates too much unnecessary confusion in the audience basically and they could have been very selective about the choice of skip editing we don't agree on that Uh, the reason is this Mm -hmm. that i'm okay with this choice okay having seen this movie so many times i actually enjoy that aspect of the movie Mm -hmm. Uh, is it because of the effort that has been put in i think there's a certain level of genius to it uh, committing to an idea it's like the tenet thing christopher nolan committed to that idea right movie flopped whatever but he said this is the idea this is how i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. and that's how i feel about the editing of this movie that they were like okay we're gonna do the skip frames everywhere we're gonna disorient the audience and that's how we want the audience to feel when they're watching this movie and ultimately backfired but i think i remain disoriented (laughs) yeah i mean the intentional choppy editing is definitely one of the main reasons why the movie failed at the box office i don't think the indian audience is ready for it i think it's even fast for an american audience how Mm -hmm. fast the movie moves Mm-hmm. I mean, I could barely keep up with it, but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I know, like committing to an idea is good. Over committing to the idea, like there is there is an inverted U curve somewhere out there that after some time, committing to the same idea uh, doesn't bring in additional returns. It just uh, Th- that's a fair point. But you know, to what you said earlier, which is that the movie is maybe ahead of its time. Maybe in like ten years, we would look back at this and say, "Oh wow, that was a great choice." Right now, it doesn't seem like a great choice. Ten years ago, d- did not seem like a great choice. I I agree. Going back to Sri Ram Raghavan's uh, filmography, he didn't come to where he is at uh, by making safe choices. And that is the genius of that particular, uh, of uh, Sri Ram Raghavan, to be precise, that every movie, there is some distinctness to it, that even people from different spectrum can associate with and take away for decades to come. His best nominee for Vinod picks up Freddy at the airplane. You know how he flirts with him and then they're walking out in the airport. Uh, the same year that Javier Bardem plays a gay villain in Bond Skyfall. Was Agent Vinod in this aspect just ahead of its time? What do you think? I think... Uh, because, because, because in Skyfall, there is a scene when uh, Daniel Craig's character, Bond, yeah. intentionally flirts with uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, Javier I know, Bardem. I know. That, that's, a, that's a good scene. You see uh, Javier Bardem walk from... Uh, a long way and it's a beautifully well done scene he plays a villain whose sexual orientation is different like uh, than that of bond but bond tends to flirt with him and i think that was a huge moment for the bond uh, movies as well wherein he says that i also go both ways having said that it's not something like i I think that it was very organically built into it there was no hue and cry about it like it was very organically built people can be of different sexual orientations you mean in skyfall or in agent in in agent vinod i'm sorry uh so in even in agent vinod like they, they don't make a huge Cry. They don't do the age poorly thing. Yeah, where yeah. They like, uh, you know, make fun of Freddy or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's quite out there. This guy is a henchman and um, uh, he he's of gay sexual orientation. It's something that Agent Vinod gets to, um, uh, gets to capitalize on. Yeah, he utilizes that to uh, move the mission forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Age Best Nominee 5, Ruby's Allegiance. Who does she side with? Was she the one who cut Freddy loose? Was she helping the colonel all along? All the way till the big guy gets blown up. I think, um, for me, right, like she was playing the field. And it would have been good if we get some background as to what that, who that person is, per se, and why she's so good at playing the field. Uh, she becomes a spy for the Pakistani come British uh, intelligence. Uh, she finds her in a position exposed to Agent Vinod and then plays that field properly, goes back to the colonel. She plays her field at that particular. So every time we find, apart from the climax, we see her playing the field really well, as though she is a superior spy agent. So I, I think that's aged really well, the, her duplicitousness yes. not knowing and that, that, who that, she's with and that is really great like it, it would have been explored further it would have been great if there was something that she got out of the entire situation should we make an Agent Ruby prequel I would have been interested in a Ruby sequel if, if she survived yeah if he sh- survived and uh, there w- she was always playing the field and ultimately she got the upper hand to do something that Agent Binot never even thought about yeah very interesting character Aged poorly, nominee one. We can cut out the entire scene after the bomb is diffused. I'm done with all of the excitement. I don't need Agent Vinod going to London to follow up on this threat. It was like an unnecessary part of the story. You could just cut it all out. It was a long epilogue, to be precise. And that's why I think that the movie was uh, 30 minutes. Really, with all the slick editing and all, um, why is it so long? We didn't need the social message of like global politics you know, we could have just cut with the action movie, bomb is diffused, done. I thought that the epilogue was a setup for a global set of series of super villains. So like uh, they were going to come at a later point in time that Agent Vinod had to contend with. Like That's the place where they actually go, try to go like Bond, right? And then they don't quite nail the landing. Uh, H poorly nominee too. All of the action scenes that were set in India, I, you know... I don't know what the reason was. Maybe it was crowd control. Whatever the reason was, for me, the movie is just not as good as the rest of the movie prior to it once we arrive in India in terms of action. It just seemed like it was shot differently. And like I said, it might have to do with crowd control aspects of it. It's India, everything is moving so fast and you're cutting frames. <laughs> it feels like a Charlie Chaplin movie. But but it, it was not a problem for me until we got to India. You are not exposed to a major crowd situation outside uh, India. But once it comes to India, they are, uh, they are shooting in real, real-time locations and everything. I think the things were moving too fast. I feel it's the editing altogether. Okay. Well, so in your opinion, is the editing aged poorly then instead of aged well? Uh, I... I reserve my judgment on that so you're iffy about it you don't know i don't know i don't know right now i am tilting more towards the aspect that the editing did not work for normal scenes as opposed to the action scenes but uh, i would love to be proved wrong in years to come age poorly nominee three the showdown with jimmy at narula's pizza i mean you're a globe trotting movie what the hell are you doing in narula's pizza for this climax can't you be in like on top of the presidential palace or something? Like, give me a give me a location, give me a set piece. Narula's Pizza, Uncharted came out this year. They had a major fight scene or major scene in a Papa John's in Italy. It's like, oh, dude, it's... what are you doing? What? How much money did Narula pay to put the climax oh, in the Narula's Pizza? This is some pizza? major product placement in movies, right? Yeah, what? Yeah. Sri Raghavan, I don't know how much money they gave you, but don't make your climactic scene in a Narula's Pizza. 
you know put it in chandni chowk or something i don't know like make it exciting make it a set piece one of the important things is the showdown with jimmy right it is anti climatic with all the things happening ultimately the showdown turns out to be completely anti climatic you build up this assassin who is ruthless and this guy chooses a crowded location for all the collateral damage he can cause in a fight and uh, saifeli khan doesn't care he just takes him out like it's nobody's business yeah yeah, yeah. narulath pizza good pizza or bad pizza i have never had one age poorly nominee all of the effects at the end of the movie you know the helicopter and all that oh the helicopter was bad cgi it was like unfinished cgi unfinished cgi it felt like a mosquito in front of all the <laughs> all the big buildings around maybe there maybe narula pizza they should have got more Cut money more- <laughs> to to put it the, into I, effects. Yeah, definitely. Like the the helicopter effects were very very badly done. And you have to stick the landing in these movies. You have done so much of hard work that ultimately like you cannot just leave it out to bad CGI. There's two things you cannot have bad in a movie. You cannot have bad sound in a movie. That's number one. Mm-hmm. You can have bad picture, but you cannot have bad sound. Mm-hmm. You cannot have you can have bad CGI, but you cannot have unfinished CGI. unfinished CGI. Some movies can get away with bad CGI mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but no one can get away with bad sound. Age best nominee. Movie's dialogue is tight. Like it's minimal minimal dialogue just what is required to be said to move the story along. I I guess that is apt. Like it's really tight like dialogue bazi like and uh, they just talk and then move along. They are not apologetic about the cheesy dialogue they just move to the next one. So it's it's really good that they are moving the story along with uh, more set pieces rather than through dialogues yeah i think the efficiency of the dialogue has aged really well mm-hmm. uh the pet peeves the complaint department of this movie where should i start number 1 Agent Vinod's laptop when he's being looked at oh in the hotel room God. it basically says government of hey, india kazan's house buddy <laughs> as an agent like did he just uh, assume that there are no cameras behind you are you that sure about it like he goes to the government of india website to I, i don't even think it was a website i think it opens to government of india server <laughs> and so anybody who opened it would have got that <laughs> yeah yeah it was not not very good spying no uh, no, no no like so instead of, they wasted a whole set of truth serum like that could have been avoided if they had just opened the government of yeah. the they opened the laptop uh, this is a lesson for all goons mm-hmm. take the phone take the laptop open it see if there's a government of india logo yeah then you got your spy yeah yeah you got your spy right that's how you find them all yeah. not by stopping uh, napkins yeah all right <laughs> <laughs> the next thing in pet peeves such complaints in the train scene Ravi Krishnan keeps touching his ear repeatedly. He keeps touching his ear and there is a guy sitting beside him. He doesn't notice that that there is something in his ear. <laughs> Ram Kapoor just has an incompetent crew in this movie. Oh, of course, yeah. Like one is a spy, one guy doesn't even notice a earpiece and they let the guy escape. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh also within the scene uh Ravi Krishnan is the only Indian in the group or you know the brown looking person in the I group. I think that is uh, I mean that's, that's a giveaway that he's a mole. I am proud of Ram Kapoor's character for having diversity in the bodyguard henchman group. Yeah. <laughs> so very progressive. Very, very progressive. progressive. Yeah. But I like that You know we forgot one thing in the dialogue, you know, best dialogue. Mm-hmm. At one point Ram Kapoor says Two forty-two. My bazooka size. Yeah, that was pretty good dialogue. Yeah, yeah. And that particular scene itself. Okay, the guy finds uh, the uh, the microphone in the salt, salt shaker. Who put it out there? 
apparently Ravi Krishan. When? You could have put it in hours ago. Hours ago, that colonel would be sitting right at that particular place. Yeah. Or did he replace uh, the mic in all... Uh, it's possible. Yeah, it's po- maybe that's why he has, has very bad reception, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the third uh, pet peeve, uh, the, the overused cliche of tattoo to identify the bad guy. This is an overused cliche in movie. You have the guy who killed somebody has a tattoo... And then you track it back like, later on in the story. I mean, it's going on from all the way since Zanjir when the it's a bracelet or something. Yeah, they could have shown a broken, like deformed thumb or something like that. Like, and what if, some, was, what if some innocent person had that tattoo? Yeah, it might be one of the many things that uh, uh, Sri Ram Raghavan tried to distill from other movies. But unlike the harmonica, there was no ingenuity to the process. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's That's well put. Here's another pet peeve. Mm -hmm. Freddy works for an airline despite his seemingly successful criminal enterprise. Like he can't buy a ticket or they can't buy him a ticket. The scene would still work if he was just a passenger on the plane, right? It is not uncommon, right? Like uh, in Florida, a lot of the smuggling of uh, cocaine by the air hostesses. But wait, what was Freddy smuggling? He was uh, carrying a confirmation, I guess. Like they could have... They could have emailed it. Yeah, they could have emailed it. But I think that was a good cover. Like people... Do look at passenger list. You're willing to forgive the movie for yeah, this I'm, altercation. I'm, I'm like, I'm, 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 I have more serious issues. For me, the, the more serious aspect was that by looking at Freddy, how did Agent Vinod know how to case him? Like, or how he, to... Maybe he has a gaydar. Agent, yeah. Agent Vinod? Agent Vinod might, might have gaydar. You know, who knows? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Or, or uh, presumably has been following Freddy before the flight. Like he, he goes directly from the fight to the flight. Oh, maybe when he opened his government over near laptop, it had a file on oh, Freddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the, the usual file. Like the Sexual government orientation. Yes. Game. <laughs> <Yeah>. Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. Uh, yeah, maybe. Unanswerable questions, right? Yes. After Agent Vinod admits to being a raw agent when he's standing next to the pool after the interrogation. He admits, uh, he, why is he like not killed or kicked out? Why does he get to stick around? Yeah, I didn't like, quite uh, and they, they actually gave him a chance to explain. What is that? Yeah, I don't get and it. And why is he explaining at the side of a pool? Why is he not like uh, upside down like Ravi Krishna at the beginning of the movie and then explaining his position? Yeah, made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah whatsoever. Uh, apparently, both Ruby and Agent Vinod drink toilet faucet water. Do they not just pick up bottles of water or drink filtered water like every time they're drinking water they go I to think. the toilet and like pour some water like i would not even do that in my house <laughs> <laughs> like i will maybe have the sink water from the kitchen okay but never from the toilet room the bathroom yeah i think they didn't have time to buy for, uh, water i guess they got money yeah they didn't they're get... at a hotel no they i get i get that like like they had this other guy who steals the rubaiyat later on um like he could have got them some, some water yeah <laughs> like i don't understand that yeah guys as a as a as a health thing in general mm-hmm. while you're traveling mm-hmm. don't go to the bathroom for Ex- water exactly um, it has my full support uh when you are traveling not like advisable to have water from filtered sources and uh, not from the faucet bathroom faucet bathroom faucet why was uh, the united nations guy killed in the park couldn't uh, the jimmy slash assassin just uh just no, it has to be smart. so public, right? <laughs> that's the maybe that's the only time that he doesn't have security around him. But does he even need to be killed? Why can't you just steal the badge? Maybe not. Like I guess. Why uh, can't you make the badge? 
it's not like he scans it somewhere like he transports the a bomb by flight by assuming as, as like a borderless doctor yeah, or something yeah as, as a borderless just doctor just make the badge fake the badge uh, we got a great scene out of it yeah, but i kind of felt like it was unnecessary i think we got a great scene out of it my problem with the scene is why so openly in a park what if two people come running behind behind this guy yeah 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 why why do it in the open don't do it in the open yeah, yeah, no like no. Do your assassinations in secret guys. <laughs> why when Ruby suspects that Colonel is in the building towards the climax, why does she get any help? Why does she kind of like go after the Colonel? Exactly. I mean, that was a fortified place. She could have easily got a soldier. Yeah. You could have you could have got somebody to help her out, but no. Maybe she had some hidden agenda which could never be realized uh, because the Colonel shot her. Yeah. But um, don't know. Who would you recast in this movie? Ram Kapoor. Ram Kapoor, hundred percent. Yeah. What about Freddy? No, Freddy. Okay, three scenes, I guess. Three, three, four scenes. Yeah. Ram Kapoor has to be a foreboding character, somebody who has the chops to do this kind of business in Russia and uh, still survive. Didn't It did work. Not, didn't work. Did not work. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I would recast Ram Kapoor. Mm-hmm. Did not work. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the best actor in the movie? I think uh, I think it was uh, Saif Ali Khan's boss, Saif the Ali raw agents, <laughs> the raw director. Why was he? The, why do you think he's the best actor? In the I movie? think he had uh, he had a seasoned acting aspect about him. I've never seen him before, and hence the way he talks, he is commanding. Still, he is very authoritative, and when he talks to the Pakistani High Commission, he he understands the gravity of the situation, and he like I think the voice modulation were really good. Yeah. Uh I don't have a best actor. Maybe Prem Chopra but for not not for the right reasons. Like I enjoyed his performance but yeah, I don't think Prem he was the best. Prem Chopra, Prem Chopra like he steals the scene. Okay. Yeah. But you expect him to steal the scene, right? Like even even when he's talking about his dead mother and seeing the ghost of the dead mother and he shows the photograph. There is a photo next to the mother of Prem Chopra with his eyes closed which actually stole the scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like it's not the actual Prem Chopra, it's the picture of Prem Chopra from his younger age which steals the scene. Yeah. So it's you are bringing in Prem Chopra, he's he will definitely give it his all. Who got the most success out of this movie? I have uh, Shriram Raghavan, I have Saif Ali Khan, or no one? I think Peter Haynes. Peter Haynes, you think so? But he was already established, you said, right? No, he was established in the south, but I think he seems to have gotten a lot more gigs after this. I guess he was not even nominated for the Best Action Award. Uh, the Best Action Award went to Gangs of Wasipur that year. Whoever the action director of that movie was, but I have I was looking up in Peter Haynes's uh, filmography, and he's definitely done a lot more projects in Bollywood, Bollywood since this movie. Since this movie, right? You you can very well sit on a like a high horse and say that. Uh, Uh, the sum is not as good as the individual parts but those individual parts matter yeah right. so there are components like even in life like i adhere to the fact that even the small small things that you do you need to have integrity you need to have uh, pay particular attention and you need to do it to the best of your ability because these parts matter too like peter haynes did a good job with the action sequences definitely worked for a lot of audience and they, we take those action sequences decades later that's that's a case in uh the matrix that's the mm-hmm. case in the raid movies mm-hmm. where the action set pieces are just unforgettable unforgettable uh yeah peter haynes continues to work continues mm-hmm. to make good products in bollywood and i i guess this movie was his introduction to bollywood mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. from the south mm-hmm. this usually goes to the same person so i know what you're going to say who did the most overacting 
you know the answer come on i already like it's not... congratulations ram kapoor we love you you're great i have seen his other work i have seen his one of his first works hazar uh, and khwaish i see is it a tv show or movie no 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 it's a movie it's like by Sufi. i i have seen him in uran which in which he plays uh, oh. one of my favorite movies he yes, plays the yes. uncle of the kid yeah uncle of the kid i thought he was pretty good he was really good in that he was like that's the thing right like within that particular character he can deliver that character like we had this conversation just before starting the podcast there are some songs that kumar sanu cannot sing and he understands that but the songs that he can sing he does no one else can sing nobody else can sing like that udan the uncle's character he deliver, he knows that he is an complicit to the abuse that the father is bestowing on the kids he's complicit to that and he brings out that thing really well who did the worst acting in this movie i would have said ram kapoor but 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 saif ali khan at the end when he is like flying the helicopter and karina kapoor dying the combo of that that was pretty bad that, that was, was pretty bad, bad scene that was bad scene bad scene all, bad all acting all across the board but we cannot like this is the finish line you got to nail the ending yeah they did they, they don't do it they didn't do it maybe saif ali khan and karina kapoor had come out a long way after this but uh, they can't look into a camera and say the dialogues worst scene in the movie you you just told me the worst scene in the movie karina I, kapoor dying and tell, like there has to be some intelligence to the writing out there I, uh, here here's what i have down mm. over here the hotel room scene before the rabta shootout when karina kapoor talks about her motivations and what she wants in life and then uh, it would be nice if she actually got it you know you were saying maybe she comes out alive uh, and then also agent vidot talks about masuri cable snap back story all of that was i thought the worst scene in the movie you know show don't tell forced Yeah. I think it was completely off brand to bring those particular scenes out there. They are trying to give some semblance of motivations they are trying to create a scene of truth. This is one moment of truth wherein they are opening up who they are to each other and it doesn't it falls flat. So were seen this or were seen Karina Kapoor Karina Kapoor dying I I can't I can't get over it like yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with this <laughs> you, you go with that yeah I what I did like about the scene is when uh, he shakes the bed to shut the couple having making love next mm-hmm. door mm-hmm. that was kind of funny Uh who stole the scene this is when a lesser known actor steals the scene from more established actors the guy the who acted as raw agent boss raw agent boss i i would give it to prem chopra as well for uh, for zile zile dialogue just it was uh, that, that that particular scene i think it was well executed but isn't that like the most overacting or that's ram kapoor the overacting is ram kapoor come on <laughs> like he had to have a fake accent a fake like this fake uh, makeup and everything but uh, like, I, i understand the makeup is going to be fake all over but Prem Chopra I know like I like the 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 campiness of that entire scene a camel right in the middle of the house in a big room what do you expect <laughs> so I was debating between Adil Hussain and Ravi Kishan mm-hmm. for uh, you know actor Susi Hussain uh, but I think upon thinking further I think it is it is Prem Chopra mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. who steals yes. scenes yes things that don't make sense in the movie oh a lot this is a fun category mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. yeah Number 1 Colonel just sneaks up on Agent Vinod David okay, Kazan just knocks uh, him out to the Number 1 is uh, I will start from the beginning from intro scene the lady in the sack right <laughs> like she was there in this okay I understand I, I think it's a stylish choice I I think it's a stylish choice let me just clear my thought this lady was in an ISI facility she was in a sack in an ISI facility she was put in a sack 
they were going to dump her or kill her or something like that like once she escapes she goes back to pakistan <laughs> leading her ordinary life where did this isa problem disappear <laughs> okay absolutely yeah okay so lot of things didn't make sense and now now you have your list right like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah go yeah, ahead yeah. go ahead so yeah good 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 points mm-hmm. uh so i have the colonel just sneaks up on agent vinod and david kazan just knocks him out with the vas mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense if mm-hmm. he's a secret agent how can two people sneak up on him and not maybe him the hadil hussein is also a secret agent who knows like, like he's an agent of he's some an sort, agent yeah. of some sort hufeza loka in rajat kapoor's uh, slash iftikar's tent mm-hmm. he murders iftikar how does he get away with it i mean Because it's a it's a has... crowded it's a crowded post yeah it's a crowded post and there are uh, um, soldiers out there but uh, soldiers have loyalties to specific people yeah but know? i mean this is like high command high command he's killing the director of uh, isi i guess yeah like, there's a lot of security there yeah there's no way you have enough people with you to get away with it yeah, yeah that's didn't make sense that makes sense at all yeah this one i don't understand maybe you can explain it maybe mm-hmm. you have insight into this why is colonel kidnapping jagdish in the helicopter at the end i think that was the escape route all along you see that at later point in time that entire thing was planned by jagdish yeah but but uh, colonel was the executioner of the executioner plan. of the plan and uh, one of his escape routes was to take the flight out of like using jagdish's uh, helicopter and fly away that was yeah but why well, like why is this the escape route I don't know like uh, I am not uh, the mastermind I think the entire pa- plan was bad <laughs> I am I just told you Jagdish's plan was really bad really bad when agent we know this chasing Jimmy with a GPS thing how is Jimmy privy to the information that he you exactly. know the GPS being looked at that was yet another case of a very very lazy writing they wanted to create attention they wanted to create the distraction they brought in the gps like jimmy should not have given it until uh, unless otherwise he had a clear cut idea that he was being uh, tracked a moment would have been enough and why what is the use of putting a gps inside this if it can be easily be taken out and given to somebody else yeah agent we know acquires the gps gps locator from the colonel and that is through a car crash in a parking lot right yeah agent we know How did you know that this guy is going to be in the park in that parking garage? Yeah. There is no way in hell like with with all the things that is happening. The bomb exploded from the chocolate uh, thingy. He has doubts about uh, Ruby character. He is holding Ruby char- ca- character uh, hostage. Maybe he found from Ruby character. Ruby doesn't know. And suddenly this guy is taking the car out. Boom! Agent Vinod, with all his baggage, is able to locate him, take like steal a car, and then hit him with a car. What an amazing agent! What an amazing does not even need intelligence. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is a thing that does not make sense to me at all. Rubaiyat is too easily swapped in the hotel room. It's a goddamn nuclear key. Like keep it somewhere safe. Why is it just sitting there on the, you know, the the food counter? Okay, shady shady hotel, no safe, no lockers. I can give that. It is. But why is it not inside a bag or a suitcase or anything? Or like on that? your keep it on your person. Keep it on you. Yeah, didn't make sense mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, why does Karina Kapoor dance in the? Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> what? How did they enter the? Like they did not have a plan to enter oh, yeah, that the was, embassy. That was a... It was just so that they kind of ran into this woman who let them in. Oh yeah, that like it's it all hinges on. that woman showing up right like they had but they don't even know they don't even know it, yeah it, they don't it, know anything it, about her they have no anything it's it's a stroke of luck and that's a huge leap of faith that the the director is asking us to take and then you are showcasing a lady who has killed 39 people in london 
who has had a history of terrorism behind her presumed dead right in front of the entire audience i don't know it's, like yeah does it's, not it's, make it's any makes sense. sense at it all does not make any sense yeah okay what is the movie agent vinod about why does it stand the test of time does it stand the test of time everybody is still bashing up the movie <laughs> i think if shriram raghavan makes the next 20 years and becomes like a like continues to his journey i think people will come back to agent vinod there are some set pieces which actually stand the test of time and what is agent vinod about it is an experiment it was an experiment it didn't work out but definitely an experiment that bollywood needed the the field cannot evolve with the talented directors not taking a strong stance if this were not so action movies would not have evolved without the aspect of uh, definitive set pieces i i don't i don't think we could have got something like bahubali or for that matter bahubali again uh, at least bahubali 2 is appearing on this podcast i don't know about bahubali 1 yet there has to be a confidence in directors to go that route I think Agent Vinod try to take spy movies to a different level. It try to evolve that genre into something by amalgamating multiple different genres into one. The experiment failed, but it is the experiment that Bollywood needed. Yeah. So in terms of what Agent Vinod is about, I think Agent Vinod is a supercharged action movie. It's like the movie Speed or the Fast and the Furious movies, where it's all about action set pieces and the mm-hmm. spectacle. Mm-hmm. Why does it stand the test of time? It stands the test of time because it's of its breakneck action speed mm-hmm. because it nails this idea of born meets bond. There's no other Indian movie like it, especially in the same way that The Raid is special. It is a action movie to look up to, a movie to reference. It is packed with great scenes in between action scenes. It is a very special movie by an author of our time, Sri Ram Raghavan. Mhm. That's why I feel it it stands the test of time and I, you know, I I hope that people check it out again to see all of the action set pieces all of the action details in the movie mm-hmm. uh to me it's aged really well uh, as an action movie i found two reviews that kind of sum it up about the masses reaction to this movie this one's by uh, mrigang daniwala of koi moi who gave this film 2 out of 5 stars he writes agent vinod is a bold experiment gone wrong certainly not something that entertains in its entirety it comes nowhere closer to the born or the born series of hollywood films what do you think about that it is not supposed to come closer to the bond or the born series like it's an implicit assumption that the guy is making and nobody staked claim on that but i think at the time that's what people's expectations were and it is an undue expectation and from the reviewer's point of view it's very unfair it's a very low blow yeah it's something that it can be said of any particular movie that comes out of bollywood here's another review this was by z news that says that Agent Vinod is a genuine attempt at entertaining in a sensible manner but it somehow falls short of being declared as a brilliant piece of work. Watch it for its stylish presentation. It hasn't got anything else to offer. I think that's that's well put. Yeah. I think that like it it that's the thing, right? That's a part of the experimentation that I was talking about. It's an experimentation that nobody asked for, but we need these uh individuals to step up. the anurag kashyaps the the shriram raghavans and uh, all of them to step up do their experimentation i know it is done at the expense of the producer <laughs> i'm sorry but that's why you take these risks because yeah. at, at the same time it i mean dabang is a great example the one we already did mm-hmm. where where it was you know somewhat of an experiment and it, it paid, paid it paid uh, 300 fold yeah you know? and and so and and 
this is different from dabang in the sense that they were trying to do uh, like this is a complete vertical with respect to what they were trying to do with the action genre like bringing him techniques uh, that were unknown and trying to imbue it into a campy fun story and 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 i completely agree with him it falls short there are there are issues but it is something that needs to be lauded final thoughts on agent vinod karthik i know that we are in a strong minority and we might be in a minority because we see something other than just campiness to it like we see that there is a lot of effort being put in and with ott being like available the marginal cost of watching this movie is really low with that in mind i would urge people to just when in your free time take a relook at this movie visit it again revisit it again and look please like instead of just being completely dismissive about that it's not no born or not born or or a love story it's yeah, not a or love a story. love story it's an unfair comparison sri ram raghavan tried to deliver something a lot of effort has gone into it a lot of new techniques are there which can well be enjoyed in this ott environment at the comfort of your home yeah Karthik thanks for joining the pod a residential action movie critic Zille 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 Agent Vinod was released in 2012 it is a stylish action movie unlike any other bollywood action movie that there was before it if you love the action genre this is a film that delivers and then some it has memorable action set pieces and smart action which is not commonplace in bollywood action cinema it's by Shriram Raghavan one of the most exciting directors in the industry today go check out Agent Vinod now Best of Bollywood is produced by me at Dunhill Studios. We love movies and we will be back with another great Bollywood film on the next episode. Follow us at The Bollywood Pod on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Have a great day. Bollywood.